Welcome back to another episode of the Boston College Hoops Podcast. In this episode, you'll hear part two of the interview with one of the returning members of the Boston College men's basketball team, James Karnick. James discussed what it was like playing basketball during the pandemic and what his expectations are for this year's team. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. going to transition back into like last season so what for those of you who don't know like you had to sit out the first was it two games it might be like four or three it might be four. Oh, really because i no i was more it was more so we went to bubbleville twice the whole first time we went there i didn't play at all and then we came back so it might be four games the South Corkins, yeah. So what like what exactly happened with like that, that waiver that made you not allowed to play? Oh no, that was just a crazy process. I think um well at first my coach didn't know I wanted to go for the waiver, but like me, yeah, I really didn't wanna have to wait. So the waiver process was a little bit um delayed. And then um I was working with compliance here to kind of get it in and uh, they thought the best idea was to make sure that we covered all our ends and then just guarantee it when we send it, that it goes through rather than sending it, having it bounce back and sending another one and having it bounce back. But the problem with that is it was such a slow process. And so like we didn't end up sending it out to like practically beginning of November or I don't remember practically when but like maybe October-ish so it takes some time to process this no it's probably November because I think it took a month then I think I started playing actually I don't remember sorry anyways um yeah it was just I was constantly waiting on it I didn't really know um when and yeah, that was kind of a tough way to start my season because as a player, you know, you kind of get yourself ready for the games. And, uh, and yeah, it just I kept on trying to stay positive and then just didn't come through and just didn't come through. And then, um, and then literally the day before or the day on the game, we were at shoot-around against Florida. And my coach was like, stop the practice. Like, oh, like – James is good to play now. I was like, oh, and I was on the practice team for that. Because so I was, uh, we should do when practices, you have the, the playing team and the practice team. And I was trying to help my teammates get better, right? So I was on the practice team, helping them get better. And then he's like, yeah, you're good to play. So I wasn't doing any of the plays, anything. But uh, yeah, it was still a good experience, but it's just kind of harder to kind of, you know, mentally prepare for that. But I feel like I started the season really, really strong. Um, it wasn't until our team had like some COVID issues and like and like some other issues with the team that like I kind of saw my performance drop a little bit. But I feel like I started, I know I started shooting really, really strong for how much I was playing and stuff like that. So, yeah. So like how, how frustrating was it knowing because a couple of those games at the beginning of the season were really close. So like knowing that, you know, if you were out there, you could have it could have changed the outcome of the game. Like how do you how were you able to stay positive and like keep going like keep a fresh mindset when you know that like you could have changed the outcome of a game yeah that that definitely uh that definitely uh sucked for sure because 
you know, this is where we try to set the tempo for, uh, you know, the year. Um, and it, it, yeah, it definitely, there were some times it's like, shoot. And then like, it definitely, it was harder to stay positive. Um, I just kind of keep telling myself, like, you know, my time would come. And then I start kind of taking it one day at a time and just, you know, okay, you're not playing today. Just do what you can do to get better. So like at the bubble field, so mind you, the day that I did play, I lifted every single day that I was there. So like I lifted like five days, five days straight, uh, which like we're talking about moving weight. Like I said, like even our schedule now, we lift like three times and then like do like kind of like lighter lifts. Another day, like I was like going hard every day. So like I was tired too. So, um, but I thought, hey, like you're not playing this year. So just get as strong as, as you can and all this stuff. Um, and uh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, so I think that just kind of helped me just kind of like take it slow because if I kind of kept on thinking like, well, when when, I'll, when will I play? Stuff like that. It just would have ate me up too much. But, um, and then when you kind of ask, like, looking back now, it doesn't really affect me because the way our season was. But then too, like, yeah, I just, it was a little tough. It, it, it was almost kind of giving me more reinforcement that like, okay, my team can really use me though. You know, like, oh, we got blown out on the offensive boards. I can stop that. I know I, I can do that. So, yeah, I think I, that that part didn't eat up on me too much because I, other than just like losing, but I just kind of like showed that, like, okay, they have a need for me for sure. So, you guys had like two different COVID pauses and like a bunch of games canceled. So, were you able to like practice at all during that time or no? No, I was, uh, I was in the hotel uh, one time and then in a dorm at a different school. I forgot what the school is called dorm the other time. And I think I quarantined for a total of 18 days. And within that time, yeah, I just kind of used the resources that I had to just, to, to just try to get as better as possible. Luckily the, the, the time, the second time, um, I was working on the gym and I got the call like, okay, yeah, you have to quarantine. So I, grabbed a basketball and took it with me. So I was able to kind of do some ball handling and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, that that was a tough time too, because like you don't have any of the resources that you really have. I was able to prepare a little bit more the second time. So I brought like some bands with me. Um, I kind of had like a plan of like, okay, this is what you're going to do. Um, but yeah, that was, that was tough, man. Um, just, you know, not being able to move like that too kind of takes a toll on your body because you go from like go 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 to okay you're gonna stop for 18 days and like my back started stiffening up a little bit um stuff like this so it's just really hard to get back into it after that um and then even before that we had like just some like protocols and stuff like that that we had to go through and and that was kind of tough like just in the winter like we had to be in a hotel room for the whole winter for like a month from like december 27th to january 23rd and there's some stuff just going through with that which is really kind of difficult to get to drive to campus kind of ruined my routine a little bit basketball's a very big sport like rhythm so like yeah, that kind of messed me up a little bit too. Um, but yeah, it was it, it, it the COVID part. I'm, I'm just let's just say I'm happy and I'm hopefully that we won't have to deal with 
practically half the stuff that we had to do with last year because that was very I only played 14 games from our regular seasons like 32 so yeah so did did all those protocols and like other stuff you had to follow did they ever like take away from like the the focus of the game because like all that stuff has to be like going through your mind when you're like in game or like just having to deal with all like the masks and all that stuff yeah um, it definitely can like I can remember like this one Notre Dame game but like, you know, I was trying to really stay engaged. And like, you know, I'm over here cheering and stuff. And I'm like standing up. I'm like trying to tell him, like, sit down and put a mask on. I'm like, oh, okay. And like, it kind of takes you out like that, that way. But um, uh, during the game, like when you're playing, you usually just focused on the game and stuff like that, right? You can kind of, I think the biggest thing that COVID did, it was, it really throws you out of rhythm. So like when you're trying to get into the gym and stuff, like, you know, sometimes the gym's getting sprayed or this or that. And what I've been, what I would have wanted to do to help me kind of succeed, I wouldn't be able to do. And uh, that's kind of like we, we were lifting in like a weight room in the hallway. Like we didn't really have like a weight room to work out at. So it's just, it was just a really interesting experience like that. So yeah, that, that, that's not what I said was the, the biggest kind of struggle with COVID. And then, you know, having to where you get testing and, the stress about getting testing so you don't really do much with your outside life because you don't want to be the guy that gets positive and yeah it's just yeah no not not the best for the mental health when you're in quarantine or not able to kind of when you're worried about quarantine too so yeah so although you said you only played 14 games did you have like a favorite game that you played or like one that like was yeah, the Syracuse game that was a lot of fun for me um I also, I would have, it sucks because I think our coaches kind of knew that they were on their way out and fired. So they kind of wanted to give some time to the guys that they recruited. But uh, I really liked the last, our little, our last game against Duke too, because I felt like I could really do whatever I wanted on the floor, but uh, I just didn't really get to play that much. Um, but the Syracuse game was a lot of fun. Like uh, I was getting a lot of touches and then I was converting on them and, yeah just that was that was a lot of fun so i know there are a lot of like challenges and obviously with all the covid stuff to deal with but is there any like positives you would take away like to bring into this year Mm. positives i would say some good things that i can just bring in this year is it's a new year um a lot of guys transferred and i know some fans might think that's a bad but i kind of I take some pause about that. I think the people that we got here want to be here. Um, I think the new coaching staff is great for us. They're they're a great staff. They know how to push us, make us work hard. We got a good lifting guy who's getting us strong in the gym. So um, I just think the positives, maybe not from COVID, but it's just I know what this league is about and I know what I can do to succeed in it. That, that's pretty much what I can kind of take from there and just go with what I know. So what, like, specific aspect would you say from the Patriot League to the ACC is, like, the biggest change or, like, the hardest as opposed to what it was? The biggest change I saw was, I don't know, the ACC is a very interesting league because mid-major teams – 
um, because they don't have all these like NBA first round, like sometimes they will sometimes get them, but they can't count on having guys like that. They're very defensive oriented. And uh, like, so I'm always getting hit on box outs. I'm always, when I was in the ACC, there were some times when I was playing against teams, I'm like, wow, like this is an easy offensive rebound. And I'm just like, okay, thanks. Like, I think it, there's a lot more ego in the ACC. Um, there's just a lot, it's a lot more offensive oriented, um, less sets, more just catch the ball and go and it becomes more of a track meet. Um, rather than basketball games, this guy's trying to run and dunk. Um, the Patriot League was very, okay, we're going to set up in your defense and or we're going to set up in our defense, you set up in your offense, and let's go at it. And obviously, don't worry, if there's a bad miss or something or a steal, there might be some transition. But like and in ACC, they're trying to push the transition every single time. There could be five guys back and there's still somebody sprinting at you trying to get the transition. So just a little bit faster uh, pace of play. But, um, no, I definitely think there are some things I can use to my advantage in the ACC to kind of help just, like, the way I play and, yeah, stuff like that. You came to BC knowing that it would be the best opportunity for playing time. So now that you're here, like, what else does it give you that, that you didn't know or, like, that you enjoy that it offers? Um... Well, I like BC in the sun on the summer. This, this is, this is some nice, like, although it's been kind of thundering recently, um, I definitely, the vibes that it has, has some good summer vibes. It's nice, nice weather. It's really green. Um, some other benefits are just like a uh, Boston college. Uh, I just like the, um, attributes to the basketball program. So like, you know, we have a nice ice tub. We have a good, uh, you know, uh, recovery facility, um, able to get in shots a lot. Um, it's, it's, they definitely have, uh, more perks for basketball players that Lehigh didn't really have, um, that I definitely really come to like, just the fact that we don't really have to bus anywhere. We're able to just fly on private planes. This is a lot better than Lehigh. We had to bus like six, seven hours sometimes. It just be awful but uh, yeah knowing that this season you know you have a whole new coaching staff like eight I think eight out of the 13 guys transferred out so what are like your personal and just team goals for this season oh I mean for team I definitely like last year was atrocious and the first time I was on a negative record team usually I have more wins than losses um so, and then being bottom of the league, that was crazy too. So I definitely, you know, seeing the talent that we have, I definitely can see us having a pretty successful year. Um, and I know the coaches, I, I have faith in the coaches that they don't know how to kind of implement them and use that. So I definitely, my goals is, you know, I want to, especially my last year, I want to be in the tournament. Um, I definitely think we have the right mentality of working hard and doing that. Um so, yeah, I want to at least get, like, top seven in our league, top eight. Um, and then me personally, yeah, I'm just trying to – I'm having, trying to have a good year, trying to show up with how much I work. Like, I, this offseason is by far the most I've ever worked. Um, like, I, I'll get, like, three, four hours a day and uh, just 
going at it. So uh, I definitely want to kind of see those that work that I put in here, you know, go to work, like show, show. So, and we have some pickups that have been kind of showing a little bit, but uh, yeah, I definitely, uh, you know, want to be a big factor for the team. I want to help the team win. I want to you know, lead the team with rebounding and just do, do the best that I can do is uh, pretty much what I, what I got for my individual goal. So last year's schedule eliminated a lot of like the smaller schools that you have at the beginning of the season. So do you prefer that like with it's good competition, like every night, like Minnesota, or Florida, or these different teams, or do you prefer like starting with the smaller schools and getting some of the rust off at the beginning of the year and then getting into the harder competition? I wouldn't even say so much as getting rust off. But I just think um, you need some time to, uh, to play with your teammates and kind of because we didn't even have any uh, exhibition games last year so i would definitely kind of say playing those kind of lower level teams or something like that allows you to make mistakes and allow you to learn from mistakes without getting blown out so i definitely kind of prefer that way um at lehigh sometimes i was like wow this season's very very long like they should eliminate some of these uh, but kind of seeing playing only 14 games is definitely not it. I still, I think my sweet spot of how many games there should be, is probably around like 25, 26, 27 ish. So probably still like five, six games over, but uh, that's all fine. But I definitely prefer. And then also um, first game of the year, we're playing Dartmouth, which I have a friend who like was a, uh, we play high school basketball together. We still talk a lot. So it, it kind of gives opportunities for that too. So I'm, I'm definitely I, I like the idea of being able to play these other teams so yeah. based on what you've seen so far like what is this year's team going to bring that was different from last year I think we're going to be a lot more defensive focused so last year uh, we were not defensive oriented like I think a little bit of the issue that we had was just the mindset of a lot of within the coaching, within the players, was we can just outshoot teams. And you're not going to win games out shooting teams. Um, so I think something that we're going to bring this year and just kind of like, it's been, it's been stressed upon by the coaches too. Is you have to be able to guard. Like you have to be able to play defense and that's where we're going to earn, earn it. And like I kind of said, playing mid-major, that's how that's how you play. And I think now that we have a mid-major coach, he's going to implement that. He's like, okay, we have to guard. We have to, to focus on this. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're definitely going to be a lot more tougher defensively. I don't think we're going to be a team that, to give up. Um, I, can, I can admit right now, I definitely think we had some guys on the team last year that were fine with just giving up. You know, as long as they kind of scored, they were like, okay. Where, where, where we've lost, that's fine. Um, I don't really kind of see that this year. I think we have some, some good competitors on our team this year. And, um, I think we're, we're going to bring a lot of energy. We're going to bring some real toughness on defense and offense. And, yeah, I think it's going to lead to a really good year for us. So now I just have a last section of just, like, for fun questions. So they're, like, rapid fire. And so just give me, like, the first, like – word or first answer or name that comes to mind when I ask the question. So uh funniest teammate. Currently? Yeah. Oh Devin McLaughlin. 
Favorite thing to do outside of basketball? Ooh, uh, eat sushi. All you can eat sushi. One day to work out with the current NBA player. Who is it? Uh, LeBron James. Favorite sushi place. What do you order? Oh, you don't want to get me started with that. Uh, what do I order? So much. Uh, I got the spicy tuna rolls, California rolls, uh, dragon rolls. I got to get my soups. <laughs> I got to get, yeah. That, that's pretty much what comes to mind right now for now. Favorite movie? Ooh. Uh, Focus with Will Smith. Favorite NBA team? Not my favorite NBA team, but I like watching the Lakers. You pick first in an inner squad scrimmage. Who do you pick? Ooh. As a big, I always like to, uh, to pick a guard. That can set me up. Um, so I'm either picking um, Kai or Jane. Favorite song? Favorite song? Ooh. Um, you Gonna Learn by Eminem and Royce. Favorite restaurant? Yamato. Bam. Favorite class at BC? Ooh. Favorite class at BC? I've been taking all Corey classes here, so they've been tough. Um, which one did I kind of enjoy more? Oh, I kind of I like business law. Worst place to be a visiting player? Uh, from my whole whole experience or at Boston? Yeah, just any your whole experience. I would say Drake. They had a lot of like people that just messaged me. <laughs> Winter or summer Olympics? Summer. Most memorable basketball moment. Um, that's tough. I'll just go for this year. I'll say uh, 20 on uh, Syracuse. Favorite sport besides basketball? Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm going to give you a couple. I like uh, swimming, um, paragliding. Um, I like volleyball, football. Yeah. Favorite vacation spot? Cabo San Lucas. And just for this last one, you're down by one at the end of the game with like 10 seconds left. Walk yes, me through like who's on the court and what are you doing to score the game-winning basket? Okay. 10 seconds left. Okay, so who's on the court? It's me. Let's go Makai, Fred. Makai, Fred. Ooh, that's tough, man. I you got to play pickup a little bit more for me to – I would say Demar. I think I might need another shooter out there. Um, I'm gonna go Jaden. So I'm gonna go uh, Stagger screen. Fred first, me second. Um, Jaden in the corner. Demar in the other corner. Uh, I come off second. Makai tries to come downhill. Fred pops off the first stagger screen. Uh, Jaden spots up for a corner three. Damar cuts to see if it's open to the hoop. And then I roll. Just see what it's up like that. If it's there, throw me the lob. I dunk it. And before we finish up, I have to ask you about that the helicopter ride you posted a couple days ago. So how did that come about? Oh, so... um. 
that was on June 17th. And my birthday is July 17th. So my dad kind of wanted to do like the early, because I'm going to be here. My birthday's in uh, six days. So my dad just wanted to do like a little birthday uh, thing with me because uh, I'm, I'm here. So uh, he kind of said, he's like, I really want to do something memorable. Like, uh, you know, we can, we can go and like, you know, go to a beach or something, but it kind of will blend in with some other memories. And he's like, where are some things that you kind of want to do? And I was like, all right, I'll kind of think about that. And uh, then kind of later on, uh, he's talking about how my grandparents did like a helicopter trip. And I was like, oh, a helicopter. Like, I've never done that. That sounds like so much fun. And then he's like, oh, like, that's what we can do for you. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? And, uh, and so, yeah, he ended up getting that organized. And that was amazing. So we ended up, it was really close to my house. My house, there's a lot of mountains. So it's about like a 40-minute drive. Um, and they, uh, take you on a helicopter. They, uh, fly you around these mountains. Mind you, summer, summer, it's super sunny, but these mountains still have snow on them. And so we, uh, he dropped, they, we ended up landing on like this big rock. And I was like, it was kind of on an angle too. It's like a rock like this. And he's like, oh, we're landing there. I'm like, wait, wait, we're not landing on a rock. Like, so we ended up landing on this rock on top of the mountain like there's there's the points were kind of here but there's kind of like a little lake where it collected some water and we landed there and my dad and i kind of had the plan beforehand like we'll, we'll make it more memorable we'll jump in this freezing cold lake and so we, we jumped in there oh it was so cold um it's literally like glacier water because like it's, it's so high the, the altitude just makes it so cold um, and then we jumped in there and it was awesome. It was such a great experience. It was really just kind of weird. I'm not going to lie. I was a little, a little afraid being in a helicopter just because you feel everything, like every little bump, your mood, like it, it's, it's like airplane turbulence, but on a whole nother level. Like you just feel like a, how the best way to describe, describe it is like you're a little fly. So you know how, if you were to see a fly kind of blowing around you and you blow at it, that fly is going to go. That's how you kind of feel it all cut to any gusts of wind you're kind of going with it. Like it's yeah. So so what's the what's the next big adventure? <sighs> That's a great question. Um I kind of want to go off um I want to go jumping off some waterfalls this summer. I love I love doing that. I've done that in the past so at hometown. This place called Lynn Canyon. It's actually kind of um known by like people who are really like adventurous um i didn't know that i just thought it was like oh, a local home spot but uh apparently like it's known by like americans because like oh yeah i've heard that um but lynn canyon there's some waterfalls and there's just like a trail of waterfalls so you jump off one waterfall leads to another one i've done that before i think i think that's the next adventure for me that sounds like a lot of fun well i appreciate you taking the time to do this interview i had a lot of fun and i hope you did too so uh yeah it was awesome Thanks, man. Best of luck this year, and uh, go Eagles. Yeah, I hope to see you at some games, though. Thank you all for taking the time to listen to this week's episode of the podcast. Be sure to follow Boston College Hoops on Instagram to receive all the latest news and updates about upcoming episodes in the podcast. Thank you, and take care.